0: Hello and welcome to the So It Goes podcast with me Dylan and me Rob and in today's episode we're speaking to Venla from the band Tulitar.
1: This is a uh, Finnish band, the, 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 the proper decent like they've got a, a really unique way of, um, of doing risk, like call and response with each other and like the vibe that they have they just bounce off each other and it's a really interesting way of making music. They're a vocal harmony
0: group from Finland, and they're influenced by so many different things, Mm. but she was a really lovely person to speak, and it was a great little little chat we had, Mm. wasn't it? Without further ado, let's welcome Venla from the band Tulitar to So It Goes. So uh, the first thing we've been asking everyone who's been taking part in this is like in this crazy world we live in with the pandemic and everything in the world. What's it been like where you're based in Finland and how has the band been coping in this crazy time?
2: (laughs) It's been crazy, yes. Um, Well, of course, it's been really hard because we basically lost all our concerts and tours last year and uh, we were supposed to tour quite a lot. In fact, uh, mm. last summer we were supposed to be in Malaysia uh-huh. and then in the autumn we were supposed to have a w- one month in USA. And um, yeah, so so it was like big big tours that uh, our agent had worked hmm. with for many years, you know. So it's not just uh, it's not just for us that oh no, we don't get to perform. It's also a lot of work gone to waste, you know, from our agency and everything. So
0: hmm.
2: it really sucks. But um, we were quite lucky, also because we we got some other uh, projects than last year, uh, which we would have not been able to do if if we would be touring. So mm. so we were uh, like we recorded an EP with three new songs. Uh, so we yeah. had time to actually create a new music. but also uh, we were singing the score for a Finnish movie. Uh, it's oh, wow. a nature documentary and uh, yeah so it's like there is a symphony orchestra playing but we are Tuuletari singing all the vocal mm. parts in the movie so that was actually pretty awesome
0: that sounds amazing so, uh,
2: so those things uh, yeah we were pretty lucky to get those so yeah but now we're just waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> to get back uh you know, doing concerts and, mm. and everything because that's that's what we do most and and it's been really hard just to not be, you know, able to interact with the audience and uh, tour around the world that we're so yeah. used to do. So, yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. yeah, you'd mentioned about the film, like the nature documentary that you'd done. Um, like, how did you find yeah. that because of how, how much you sort of you enjoy sort of performing and your group is a lot of it is harmonies did you have to completely change how you write music music to fit in with the documentary
2: um well we didn't write the music for it so it was uh it's a finnish uh, film composer called panu altio who who has composed all the music Mm. So now we were basically just giving our voices <laughs> in in his uh, hands and um, it was actually really interesting because uh, even though he it was like composed f- through the whole whole thing so when we went to the studio we just got you know the score and here is your parts and okay go <laughs> basically but uh, he so, so he, he had composed, you know, like the melodies and the harmonies, but he didn't, um, he, he hadn't cho- chosen the, the sounds, like, you know, mm. which vowel or, you know, which kind of uh, atmosphere. So there we could get really playful. So um, mm. it was super nice to have this, like, you know, really, really beautiful melody with nice harmonies. And then we sang it with, like, four or five... D- Different kind of you know sound. So we were using this really like sharp, almost uh, like very sharp and compressed, uh, um, a bit like nasal sound. And then then we might sing the same thing with very angelic, uh, you know, uh, soft things. So so the composer was really happy to get like you know a lot of material just to play around with. So it was cool and. We were also improvising a lot. So so we were imitating, you know, animal sounds and mm. we were imitating, uh, uh, like, mosquitoes and owls and uh, seagulls and all these things. So that was really, really fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. That sounds really interesting mm. as well. Sounds like, from what I can gather, that experimenting with sounds and, like, Having fun with music is really important to the act and the band itself. Do you think that's a fair as something to say? About?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like playfulness is is the key. I I, I think that uh, when we when we first started it, the band, it's kind of like it's all based on on just having fun in the in the rehearsal room and trying out weird things and and uh, discovering new ways how to use use our voices and uh and we've been just experimenting through the years like everything that we can just find from our voices and uh it can be like i said it can be something like we're imitating uh, sounds animals nature sounds machines whatever but it can also be like kind of creating an atmosphere so so we are also working a lot with it just like Mm. physical emotions. So so if you have this, like for example, for my for myself, I'm I'm also a dancer, so I'm I'm using a lot of my body, body as my instrument. And I also use it as a compo- composing tool. So so I use movement uh, to create uh sounds and there, I feel that we are in Tulatar, we are using a lot of these kind of like, okay, if, if I have a very strong emotion, how, do, how does it resonate? and what kind of like, you know, sound comes out of me if I try to impersonate this emotion? And uh, that's the ex- like, that's really exploring uh, not just the voice, but the whole body, the whole soul, in a way. So um human voice is such a powerful and and primal tool for that I think.
1: Yeah, this is um I'm hoping I've got the right thing, but I looked on YouTube and there was a cover of Lavana Polka and I thought the one thing I I thought was really evident was that there was a lot of call and response so it jumped from sort of one singer to another and they would like fill the gaps in. So is that something that you've just sort of organically come across and you've gone, this is us sort of doing it in this style or has something inspired that?
2: Um, uh, if if I understood your question right, I I think like in, well, Eva Polka, that's a, it's a, it's an arrangement by a band called Loi Duma from Finland. So we are actually singing arrangement. Of course it's wearing it in our own way and we are, we are also adding and changing some things a little bit but uh, that arrangement is brilliant because it has these very clear fragments but they are changing all the time like you say mm-hmm. and, and they are like like they're really in a synergy together and uh, I feel that when we we just you know that it's so funny that video on youtube like we learned that when we were having a concert in in a really, really small village in in eastern part of Finland, and we had a break it, between the sets in the concert, and we were just there like, okay, we have half an hour. What do we do? And I was like, hey, let's let's make a funny video of this song. It's so cool, and then we did it. And then like, my bandmate she's just like, I'm gonna put it on in YouTube. Uh, it's such a cool song. And then like two years later, suddenly it went completely viral, and now now it's everywhere. Seriously, it's It's everywhere in TikTok and Reddit and, and, you know, it's like we're we're like, what happened? (laughs) It's so strange. And, uh, but it's a brilliant song and it's, uh, we we get a lot of comments, you know, from people, uh, that, that it's so organic, like what is happening there, that everything like it's, it's going so, so like fast and smooth at the same time. And, uh, we we can just like have fun with it. So that it's it's a brilliant arrangement, but it's also our energy just kind of fits mm. into that perfectly. So yeah.
0: <laughs> well, if I can add as well, like I've seen videos of you performing like on the internet, and it seems you like have a real energy on stage and it's like a real passion for it. So would you say that you prefer performing maybe more than recording or Writing song
2: mm. well, for me personally, I, I feel that I am definitely a performing artist. that's that's mm. what I love the most. I, I absolutely uh, like you know, I get my drive from the audience and, and I love interacting with the audience and and sensing the energy from other people and how that kind of uh, resonates in me and how then I bring it back to the audience through my music. So, so, for me, definitely, like stage is my home i I love it, and uh, but at the same time, um, I also enjoy a lot working in the studio. I love composing, but I think it's it's kind of like it it's a palette a mixture of different things, and uh when they are in balance then then you are kind of like you are also inspired from doing other things so. So it's a yeah, it's a it's a mixture of different things that all make a whole package. But if I talk about Tulatar in general, I feel that um, on stage and in our live performances, there is some sort of special energy that has been there always. Like from the first moment that we sang together, the four of us, we felt that whoa, there is something really strange happening with our voices how they blend together, you know, how our personalities, how they
1: yeah.
2: how they blend. And they don't always blend. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's <laughs> it's like it's I, I think that's that's key that we're very four very different kind of people and yeah. uh, there is this very special energy and uh, and all this, you know mixed uh, feelings that sometimes appear on stage and in the sessions they're kind of part of it so there's always this good kind of tension also which mm. which keeps it somehow very active and and uh, gives us the drive that we have when we are together yeah
0: that sounds great and it's really evident as well that you all have a great chemistry I think you might be able to give a good answer for this next question. We've been speaking to people like all over the world. And one of the things we've been talking about is craziest gigs stories. Like what's the craziest thing that's happened while you've been performing?
2: Wow, okay. Well, we've been performing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot during the years. So uh, there are many, many crazy things that has happened. Um, so now I have to choose one. We were uh, performing in Switzerland. Um, there's this uh, festival in Bern and um, it, an, it's an outdoor city festival mm. and um, we, we did like several uh, concerts per day. And uh, one day there was like, I think we had our had our second concert in the evening and um, suddenly we could like during the concert we could see that oh shit it's gonna rain and it's gonna rain a (laughs) lot (laughs) you know you could see this dark clouds coming like oh fuck um then we were like okay let's see how how long we can continue and because it was it wasn't covered uh, the stage Mm. and also the audience so everyone was like completely there like just under the sky so we could see the dark clouds coming, like, okay, that's a water drop, shit, okay, we. I think we have to just, you know, like, you could see that, okay, this is not going to be like two drops, it's going to be like a storm, like a thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah. So so we were like, okay, sorry guys, like saying to the audience, so we, unfortunately, we have to, like, stop playing now, and um, we have two concerts tomorrow, so you can come again, and um, then suddenly, like, one of the organizers, he comes on stage and he's saying to us look um we just got you another place you can perform it's inside so it's in a cellar of a of a restaurant it can fit uh, hundred people and there was like 500 people in the audience it can fit 100 people wow. so now what you're gonna do you're just gonna take your stuff you're going to go and then I'm going to tell the audience that you're continuing there. So the first hundred people will fit in and we're <laughs> like, okay, how is this going to work? But then we just, we, we just went like, okay, let, let's go. And then we could hear that like it, he was telling on stage to the audience that, okay, if 100 people can fit inside go and then we could feel that people started running like behind us and like following us like i want to get there we're like whoa okay this is the freakiest thing ever like we we like literally got the audience like follow us there inside and there was like many hundred people left outside because they couldn't fit and then we just like continued the concert Mm. indoors. We did it acoustically because obviously it was just like a fast um, solution to the problem, but it was incredible the feeling and we were already soaking wet because the rain started. So, you know, we're there in our wet clothes in the basement of of a of a restaurant, you know, with these people and just like doing the rest of the concert acoustically and we're like, wow, this is like amazing. like what like 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 the the organization like how how did they come up with that it was Mm. like that's fast like we have a solution for the problem go i'm like wow respect really
0: that sounds really (laughs) special as well There. yeah Mm. so is well like so because i'm gathering you haven't been able to do many performances if any this year so like if i took you to like when we were able to just perform and like go back to normal without the pandemic in the world what do you think that first performance will be like
2: well i i in general i i have a very strong uh belief that people will appreciate live concerts concerts much oh, more after yeah. this obviously yeah and um So, actually, last summer we had a chance to do a concert in July. So it had been a four-month lockdown, I think. And then we did a concert in the beginning of July in a club in Finland. And uh, that was like the first concert that we did after the lockdown. And it was basically Mm. the first concert that all the audience members were participating uh after the lockdown and i just remember that it was like completely magical the feeling of being there because everyone was like really really like getting the feeling of how special it was and and like the audience they they were kind of like they were so um engaged like the Mm. whole time and we were on stage, like we we were having completely like new kind of energy there, also. Yeah. So we start to be done done with the pandemic. Mm. I'm pretty sure that the uh, both like like connection between the audience and the performers they they will be a bit more special in the future because suddenly we are now very aware of how it feels when we don't get that interaction mm. and it's kind of taken away from us so so i believe that you know even in finland uh people in the that people are like they're not a crazy audience <laughs> let's just say like that finnish people are very like you know polite audience members and, <laughs> and uh so uh I, I feel that uh, maybe maybe that will even change a little bit. Maybe even the Finnish audience will be a little bit more like liberated, you know, during the concert. Maybe <laughs> so, maybe we will get some some good out of this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, in terms of sort of your, like, the band's style and that, what's influenced you as musicians? Like, have there been any particular artists or any particular styles of music that have shaped, like, your sort of style?
2: Yes, there's been a lot. Like, it's, uh, we we always say that we're kind of like this melting pot of just different, you know, inspirations mm. and, and things. That we just do this kind of mix, and then we that that comes like Mm. what comes out is our own music. So we take inspiration from everywhere, basically. Um, But like the very first uh, thing was that we, we started to research our own cultural history, and especially like these Kalevala poems, which is Kalevala is the national epic. This book uh, in Finland and uh, so we started to research and and use these poems and the thematics there um, to compose new music from them and uh, then like very fast we kind of felt that okay our energy is quite high level so like or we have like a so, like high, high energy and uh so the music needs to be it, it needs to be groovy and it needs to be like you know strong and uh there needs to be a lot of rhythms and uh we, we are not like for you know women who are singing la, 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 like this you know in a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> row and, and uh but no no we are all really physical we are like like very expressive with our bodies so so we felt that okay rhythm we we need that to be very strong mm. so uh, um, I I started or we all started to learn uh, beatboxing in the very beginning already, we actually found from YouTube uh, the group from UK the box sets uh, oh, yeah. the group doesn't exist anymore but yeah with, with five female vocalists and, and Bellatrix the, the female beatboxer Um, and we were just blown away by their energy and the, and like the really, really Mm. strong rhythms and, and the attitude that they had. And and we took kind of the first really big inspiration also from them. And yeah, I started to like really focus on beatboxing almost 10 years ago. And, uh, that has been also very essential in terms of how our sound has developed because mm. because the strong beats and the rhythms they, they are very essential in the mm. in the uh, picture of course we have also songs that are very melancholic and they are very like just lyrical and uh, and just very strong beautiful harmonies but i still feel that the the rhythm is like it's in all our bodies very strongly so so that's Mm. that's really something special and and i think that especially during the last um maybe four years we've been exploring a lot of different type of rhythmic patterns also from all around the world so we try to mix a little bit of like you know sometimes west african stuff or you know, some Afro Cuban stuff and, and like these small bits every here and there that also kind of breaks the, the idea that now this is very Finnish folk music because it's really not. It's our yeah. own music. So, yeah.
0: If you could listen to one album, For the rest of your life, what would that album be?
2: Oh no! (laughs) Wow, that's a, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure everyone answers that this is a difficult question. (laughs) Um,
0: You'll be amazed how we know to say it's a difficult question in so many languages now since we've started this. You can take as much time as you'd like.
2: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, let me think.
0: Um, I mean, we can edit out all the silence, so it's
2: fine. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if this is, like, <laughs> okay. This is just a not not to be, like, too, um, you know, putting myself and our music on the on the highest uh, you know place but I-, I would maybe say that I would listen to our own debut album because I think it just there's so much information on that album that I don't want to forget ever. Oh yeah it's what you know what what lives inside of these compositions in that album there's there's, I, I don't think I will ever make anything as significant <laughs> if I'm honest. I that's mean, quite, like, but I like, think but you that's, may. That's, that's, that's a that <laughs> might, but I mean, it's just like there is I, I feel that in every um, phrase and in every word and in every harmony and in every rhythm on that album there is so much information. There is so much uh, uh, life, like lived life, um, which I, I feel that it's like you know. If I ever get, I hope I don't, but if I ever get like an Alzheimer or something, if I would listen to that music, I would still somehow get some kind of connection. You know, it. it this yes. is hard to put in it like memories,
0: but the um, experience isn't it?
2: yeah yes and and I think that in those songs and in that album um, like i'm i'm so I'm so happy about it. I'm so proud of it, and i I feel that it's also um it kind of like manifests our our friendship uh, mm. and and our essence as a band. so even though we we make music all the time and we love making new music and and uh, sometimes I've been completely sick of the first album and, you know, all this, I still, I want to respect yeah. the work well done.
0: <laughs> uh, I get that. I completely yeah. understand. <clears throat> and I think we have to say that's probably one of the sweetest dances. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, good. I, I oh my God, I'm going to sound so, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah
0: no it this sounds is all right this, uh, it, it sounds was not an nice. honest yeah. answer so the other thing we tend to ask
1: yeah.
0: everyone is uh if you could col- if you could collaborate with any artist like if you could choose one person to work with and create something what would you want to choose
2: hmm another difficult one um well my my First, like just the first thing that came to my mind was Björk.
0: So that would be um, quite amazing.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's I I could name twenty artists right now, but but maybe I just go with the intuition because that was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, if Tuulita <laughs> could perform or collaborate with Björk, that would be like then then uh, yeah. <laughs> would be perfection
0: <laughs> uh, that would be great yeah. that mm. because
2: she's she's been an inspiration for all of us and and uh, i think we need more artists like her in the world even though there could never be another pure but but i mean you know you know what i mean that yeah that, like her her inte- in her integrity and and her way of being who she is and and just like you know Doing amazing new things all the time—it just never seems to amaze me. Like, or stop, stop amazing me. Yeah.
0: No, she's an amazing artist. that's really good. So I f- think from there, there's, we should say thank you very much. For yeah, thank you to Pyramid. and me and Rob are really big fans. Yeah, of your really music. enjoy your music. So, thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. This
0: was really nice. Once again, we'd like to say a massive thank you to Talita for coming on the show. As with all of our artists, their socials will be found in the bio below. Don't forget to subscribe to the So It Goes podcast to never miss an episode. To play us out, we have Talita with one of our latest singles, Polar Night.